630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Jam-packed edition of Oilers Now, second hour coming up. Uh, we're live at Rexall Place. It's a game night. The Edmonton Oilers and the Minnesota Wild. In this hour, Connor McDavid. We'll also hear from the Oilers Entertainment Group CEO Bob Nicholson, uh, recently named to the Order of Canada for Hockey Canada, organization he used to head up. Uh, Mike Russo, who is a longtime uh, beat writer, uh, one of the top guys in the business out of the Minneapolis Star Tribune, and from uh, Rogers Sportsnet to talk about this ongoing story out of Flint, uh, where the Firebirds owner and the OHL has now been suspended by David Branch in the Ontario Hockey League. Jeff Merrick will join us as well. Second Hour Reuters now brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership where their main goal is to save you time and money and provide true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. You can email us at Reuters now at 630chat.com. It's presented by Homes by Abby. You can text us at 630-630. We are on Twitter at Reuters now. Uh, and a reminder, the best pizza in the city still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. 45-plus years for Royal Pizza. Still making a great Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean chicken. Let's do this. Uh, we're going to hook up here with Bob Nicholson in probably about five or six minutes. But uh, let's get to a conversation with Connor McDavid, who will start the game tonight with Jordan Everlay. And you would think one of Matt Hendricks or Benoit Pouliot. Here's Connor McDavid. Paul Connor, uh, team obviously looking to get things turned back in the winning direction after frustrating end result against Winnipeg. And how, did, how would you assess the overall performance against Anaheim the other night? I'd say it was uh, it was pretty good. I mean, we did a lot of good things, but uh, you know, a couple of mistakes, uh, you know, really cost us in that one. Um, but you know, I think some stuff we could build off of for sure. Uh, it was an interesting night for your line because uh, the left wingers kept on rotating. The good news for you is I was not one of those choices, but uh, with all seriousness, do you have to, is it different when it's Nail versus Benoit versus Euro? Does it change things at all, or do you play the same way? Yeah, you try and play the same way, but obviously uh, each each player brings a little bit of a different element to the line, and um, you know, it's it's interesting when that, when that happens, but uh, you, know, you got to battle through, and, and you know, we're lucky that you know, there's a, a bunch of good players here to play with. So. Ryan Kessler going head-to-head against him. Uh, now that you've had a day or two to decompress. I mean, that's that's one of the toughest guys in the league to go up against. Just your thoughts on uh, on how that battle went? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's why he gets paid uh, paid the big bucks. He's he's very good at what he does, and uh, you know, gets inside guys' heads and, and uh, you know, shuts him down and, and is hard on him. So uh, it was a tough battle against him, obviously, but um, you know, it was it was fun and, and look forward to, to future ones. Tonight, the uh, the Minnesota Wild. I'm not sure if you know who's penciled in for sure on your left side. If it is going to be Matt or if it's some point we might see Benoit, but just your uh, where you at in terms of uh, what the orders need to do to get a positive result tonight? Yeah, um, no, it really doesn't matter who we're playing with. We're going to play the same way, and, and uh, you know, Abs and I, uh, you know, we're, we've, we've been playing you know, some pretty good hockey here. So, um, team-wise, uh, you know, I think there are some stuff to build off of. Just got to you know limit those little mistakes late in the game that have been costing us so much this year. So, uh, got to find a way to win one tonight. That is Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers. He has 13 points in eight games since the uh, All-Star break. Uh, 
Jordan Everly uh, will play on his right side. Everly has seven goals and 11 points in, in the eight games since the All-Star break. Uh, and I think very quickly we'll see Pouliot there. Pouliot's got 11 points in eight games as well since the All-Star break. Hall with Drysaddle and Purcell. Um, chance we'll see Latestu with Yakupov. And I guess we'll find out who's on the left wing. And then uh, that leaves Anton Lander centering the fourth line. And Cam Talbot will start and goal. I don't know if we've got an official starter yet from the Minnesota Wild. We'll work on that. Mike Russo again at 1.30. So that was Connor McDavid. Pleased to be joined on the line right now by the CEO of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson. Bob, Bob Stoffer, how you doing? Not bad, Bob. How the heck are you doing today? Good. You starting to feel a little better? Yeah, you know what? I was down for couple days but no i'm back uh ready to go and i uh, look forward to the game tonight yeah absolutely uh congratulations are in order the official uh was it the order of canada from hockey canada is that correct is this a new thing that new initiative that uh, hockey canada started no it's the order of hockey uh, in canada okay and it was initiated about five years ago uh in fact i was uh, fortunate to uh, give out the award and the first year, uh, the winners were Wayne Gretzky, who everyone knows in this city, uh, Gordy Howe, Jean Beliveau, and Cassie Campbell. So that uh, was uh, quite a group to start it with. And, uh, you know, I'm honored to be named this year with uh, Mario Lemieux and Dave Branch and Geraldine Haney, who I still consider the best female hockey player ever. Well, it's interesting you mentioned it now, because I, I think Geraldine, did she not play in that first 19, was it like the 91 Women's World Championship? And there was hitting. Was there not hitting in that first one back in 91? <laughs> yes, there was. And uh, I think the, the goal she scored, uh, the winning goal against the U.S., uh, they had the uh, pink uniforms yes. with the white pants, and she almost did the Bobby Orr and Dan Rush, and uh, got clipped and shot it in the net and uh, scored the goal. And I think it stayed in the top ten best goals of the year, including all the NHL goals that year. You know what I remember about that game, Bob? Uh, the hitting. Like, okay. there, there had to have been six or seven girls hurt on those two teams. Like, you know, those there's some there's, there's some hard-nosed women there, but there were some big-time collisions. And uh, there were, if I recall correctly, there there were some shoulder injuries in that hockey game. And, and that game, I think, kind of, that tournament changed kind of the women's game to a certain degree, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. There was 10,000 people. Uh, Civic Center in Ottawa was filled, and... Uh, I really, there there had been an unofficial uh, women's world in '87, but that really launched uh, uh, women's hockey into the world stage, and you know, then a few years later uh, into the Olympic Games in '98. Uh, speaking of the Olympic Games, you know, you headed Hockey Canada up for all those years, and now, of course, on board with the Oilers. We'll get to some other stuff in a second. Bob Nicholson joining us. Of the three gold medals. Uh, 02 and then 2010 and 2014. Which one do you most fondly look at? I, I know it's like picking your favorite child, but I can actually do that in my household. And just like my kids can uh, pick their favorite parent, and it wouldn't surprise you that Kathleen is that choice over me. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're all so different in, in, in each of the victories, wasn't it, for uh, Canada? Uh, it really was, you know, all three in different ways. And, uh, you know, hey, the emotion at the end uh, is certainly you know, very special and you never forget them. And, 
you know, it is. I have three children, and you, sometimes you have to make choices on certain things. And I can tell you that uh, that would be a really tough choice, but it has to go back to the first one, and it's plain and simple. Uh, 2002, Canada hadn't won an Olympic gold in 50 years. Right. 50 years. And, uh, you know, in 98, we didn't medal. So there was such pressure to win. Uh, such pressure to, to to win. I'd never felt pressure like that uh, because it, it had been so long. And you know, Wayne Gretzky was there and uh, was leading the management group. And to do it in the fashion that we did after getting beat so badly by Sweden in the first game, uh, uh, it would be my number one choice for sure. 2010, you're in Vancouver. You're on home ice. That was pressure back too. Yeah, it certainly was. No one uh, ever figured out that we had to beat Germany even to get into the medal round. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't take an easy route. Uh, and, you know, and then the golden uh, goal by Sid, uh, you know, it's everyone's dream to win the overtime gold, to win the Olympic gold. And, you know, Sidney Crosby did it. And uh, winning it in Vancouver, uh you know, it made the Olympic Games. Uh, Canada had a great Olympic Games with so many athletes w- winning medal, and then with Canada in the final event to win the uh, men's Olympic, especially after the women's uh, had beat the U.S. Uh, the day before. Did you uh, get any sleep that night on that Sunday after Canada won? Or did you just stay at her all night long? Uh, aren't you supposed to stay up for 24 hours after Absolutely. you win the gold medal? Absolutely. <laughs> Now, to me, and I know we've discussed this privately in the past, I like the 14 championship because you won right in Russia and you dominated in Russia. That- it, yeah, it, it was uh, it was uh, unbelievable for performance by the team, and uh, I can, I'll say this publicly: is when after Vancouver. I really looked at making a change, uh, not having Steve Eiserman back as the gen- general manager of the team, just because I, you know, he'd won gold. I thought, uh, you know, there's so many other great general managers, and I met with Steve for about four hours, and uh, he, he started off with, "Hey, Bob, you're going to make a change. I, I to- totally appreciate that." But here's the, what I'd like to do if you would consider me to be the general manager. And he went on to explain how he would do that much better than he did in Vancouver. And we'd won in Vancouver, and he delivered. And how he set uh, the team selection up differently with Mike Babcock. Uh, we really picked that team to win every game one nothing, And uh, that team just dominated. And I don't think there's been... Domination for many, many years at the Olympics, like Canada did in '14. Uh, that was on the men's side. On the women's side, uh, how about the rally from the from the Team Canada uh, women's team? Because you guys were on the ropes against the U.S. Uh, we were on the ropes, and you know it just showed uh, the real maturity of the leadership of that group. And the most telling thing to me is, uh, you know, Kevin Deneen came in to coach that team late. Uh, we brought him in with two months left just because we didn't think the team was going in the right direction. And Kevin Deneen afterwards, sitting uh, in the dressing room, he said, Bob, I've never been on a team. Remember, Kevin Deneen had been on the Olympic team and captained a lot of teams in the NHL. 
and he says, we're down by two goals with three minutes left, and there was zero panic on the bench. He said, I've never seen that, and the girls just uh, took it to another level, and we were fortunate to win. Bob Nicholson joining us from the Oilers Entertainment Group, and Bob, let's switch focus. Uh, you've now been basically at the helm here for, I don't know, 19, 20 months, 21 months, something like that. Uh, a little bit different now, pretty amazing changes over the last 20 uh, months, eh? Yeah, you know what, uh, you know, when I came in, I guess, 20 months ago as the uh, vice chair, uh, you know, looking over uh, a lot of Daryl Keats's operations, uh, I didn't realize how big this was going to be. And then the last April, taking over as the CEO, uh, we've made changes a lot. The, the general public doesn't see day to day, but we've really expanded our executive group. We've got world-class people coming in here to run the Rogers Place, to look after food and beverage, to look after security. Uh, and it's really going to show what this uh, downtown is going to be. Uh, we have to continue to uh, focus on the downtown to make sure that it is world-class for everyone in Edmonton and everyone in, uh, in Canada. And on the ice, uh, hey, we are not satisfied where we are today. Uh, but I still have total confidence in Peter Shirelli and Todd. This is their first, you know, they're still in their first year here. And they've gone through the evaluation process. And uh, the team's better, but uh, we don't have as many points as we'd like to have. And uh, we're going to make it make a difference here as we get through this year and uh, going into next year. You did get lucky, though, didn't you? April 18th. There's no question. Uh, 97 is very special, and, uh, you know, we have to build around him. And we've got some very good pieces in the lineup, but we don't have enough yet, and we're going to have to uh, do that as we uh, move forward. You have a lot of friends in the hockey business. We're joined by Bob Nicholson, who is the CEO of the Oilers Entertainment Group. you got a lot of friends in the hockey business. When you talk to some of the men who, you know, the Jim Nils of the world, the GM in Dallas, or Kenny Holland in Detroit, uh, you, of course, hired Peter Shirelli, who worked with you on that Olympic committee in 2014. Those sort of people. Uh, Steve Eiserman, you know, what do they say about what the orders have here? They say be patient and uh, make sure you just uh, don't allow players to play up right away. Try to keep them down till they become great NHL players so they come up and make a difference in the lineup. Uh, we've done that to a degree. We have to still continue to focus on that and uh, just take it one step at a time. You can't change things overnight. All right. Uh, Bob, uh, hopefully we'll have some good news in the building tonight. Congratulations on uh, on being a part. There's some big names there. Gordy Howe, uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky, Jean Beliveau, uh, Mario Lemieux. Some pretty good players there. Uh, and the good news for you is you don't have as big a headache today as David Branch does out in Flint. So <laughs> look at it. That's an unbelievable story. But uh, uh, we'll see you down at the rink tonight, okay? Yeah, I talked to David last night. I know uh, I wasn't the only call he was on. So <laughs> we'll see you tonight, Bob. All right. Thanks a lot. That's Bob Nicholson. He is from the Oilers Entertainment Group. He is their CEO. Stay patient. 122 at Edmonton. He's talking about the development of some of the players. We'll take a quick timeout. Uh, do you want to mention some guests and orders now? Receive gift certificates too. Japanese Village, the right choice for a celebration for the census. With three convenient locations to serve you, Northgate, downtown, and Southside still to come on today's show. 
Mike Russo. He'll give us a perspective on the Minnesota Wild. He writes for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Jeff Merrick from uh, Sportsnet. Uh, he leads their uh, junior coverage and more on this story out of Flint. It's quite amazing. This is Oilers Now from Rexall Place. Hey, this is Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 126 in Edmonton. Quick uh, tweet here from Bruce McCurdy. He says, Bob, one other big name with local connections who's received the Order of Hockey in Canada, and that is Claire Drake, of course, the longtime head coach of the University of Alberta Golden Bears. He coached the Oilers in the WHA uh, for part of a season. I'm not quite sure uh, pro players were ready for uh Claire Drake type back in the mid-1970s, which is more reflective on pro players at that time than Claire Drake. Uh, But anyhow, Claire was also an assistant with the Winnipeg Jets in the late 1980s as well and did some uh, work for the Dallas Stars for a number of seasons. Some guests, I should mention, uh, yeah, that uh, some guests we still have coming up on today's show. Uh, Mike Russo from the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Jeff Merrick to talk about the situation with Flint in the Ontario Hockey League, where the owner has been suspended indefinitely by David Branch, the uh, commissioner of Major Junior Hockey. Uh, David Branch going into the uh, order of uh, Hockey Canada as well uh, yesterday, uh, or a couple days ago, along with Bob Nicholson, the Oilers uh, Entertainment Group CEO. Have you ever been to the Coaldale Arena? ATB Financial has. That's where... They surprised young head coach Colby Stone and ATB home ice hero with $5,000. Watch Colby's story and nominate your own hero at atb.com backslash home ice. Bob Stauffer, Brennan Ulrich with you. Uh, Cam Talbot starts with the orders. The Wild will have an availability, by the way, today at 5. Nothing verified yet in terms of what they're doing with a starting goaltender. Dubnik's had the last two starts. Starts camper, the former Red Deer Rebel. Uh, could be an option tonight for the Minnesota Wild. Second of a back-to-back for them. Team uh, who comes in with a record of 25-22-10. The orders are 22-30-6. and six. Uh, Oilers penalty penalty up to or power play up to 16th in the league at 18.6%. So Oilers middle of the pack on the BK. 15th in the league at 80.8. The Wild are 22nd in the NHL on the power play. 25th on the penalty killing. And they really, I know I talked to some of the people that uh, are involved with the Wild's broadcasts, and uh, they were kind enough to point out that uh, they've been a different hockey team PK-wise. 25th in the NHL, 78.3% since Jonas Brodin has uh, gone out of the lineup. Jonas Brodin and Oscar Kleffbaum were uh, defense partners for the Swedes when they won the World Junior Championship here in the province of Alberta against Nail Yakupov and the Russians. I think that would have been back in 2012. Off to a 6.30 Chad News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, Mike Russo out of, uh, well, he's here in Edmonton, but from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. This is Orders Now.